I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family! (laughs) I'm Casey Stone. Thank you so much for being with me today on the Casey Stone Podcast. Come on, I don't take it lightly. I appreciate you. You could be doing anything that you want to do, but you're spending a few minutes with me to get some word in you today. Come on, this is so good. Don't be stingy with this. Will you do me a favor? Come on, share this video from whatever platform uh, that you're watching from, whether it's YouTube or Facebook. Just give it a share, like it, put some comments in there. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them below uh, so that um, I can know what you're talking about and then maybe I can answer your questions for you. That would be an awesome uh, thing that I would get to do. Uh, And then also, if you have any prayer requests, uh, please leave them in the comments, or you can just send a confidential prayer request to uh, info at stoneministries.online. It's an honor for me to be able to stand in agreement with you. Come on, declaring the word of God over your situation and have an expectation of a good outcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, so good. Wherever you are, No matter who you're standing by, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I got the power. (laughs) Did you do it? Oh, I hope you did, because you have the power today. You know, the word of God says in Proverbs chapter four and verse seven, it says, getting wisdom is the best thing you could do. Getting wisdom is the best thing that you could do for yourself. And today you're gonna get some wisdom. Are you ready? Are you ready? You're going to get some wisdom today. Before you get some wisdom, will you do me a quick favor and subscribe to this channel? Follow me on Facebook. Come on, let's stay connected together and we will have a great time coming up. Amen? Amen. Well, let's get to the wisdom. Let's talk about today the power of our words. Let's talk about the power of our words. Can we do that? Come on. In Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21, it says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The message version, don't play no games, y'all. Listen, the message version (laughs) says it like this. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. (laughs) Listen, the message Bible don't mess around. Words kill or words give life, you choose right? It's either poison or it's fruit. You choose. I don't know about you, but I'm cho- I know what I'm choosing. I know what I'm choosing. Come on, it's important. The Bible even says that God framed the worlds by his words. Come on, words are important. If God used his words to frame the worlds, that's what um, Hebrews 11 uh, verse 3 says. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. Who framed them? God. God says we understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were made by things which are, uh, were not made, excuse me, which were not made by things which are visible. What we see didn't exist, right? There was nothing that, that's, that's been created that was ever created by things that we see. So beautiful. Listen, we went on a cruise, my wife and I, uh, Parrish, we went on a cruise a couple of years ago, and <clears throat> after dinner one night, it was very late. It was really dark outside, um, and we were in the middle of the sea. 
And we went up to the top deck and we went to the back of the boat and just looked out over the water. And I'm telling you, it was a little bit eerie <laughs> because it looked like we were looking at nothing. It was so dark outside. The water and the sky matched. We could not tell which, we couldn't tell where the sky began and the water began or where the sky ended and the water began. We could not tell any of that. It just looked like one big black blank canvas all around us. And I remember looking out at that, at that site and I thought, I wonder if this is what God saw in Genesis, the first couple of chapters. I wonder if when God showed up, it was just empty and, I mean, we know that it was, but I wonder if it looked like that, just empty and bare and black, nothing there, nothing there, right? Kind of reminds me of Bob Ross. He starts out with a blank canvas and he puts a happy little tree over here and a happy little bird over here, right? That's what God was doing. He was putting a happy little bird, a happy little tree, a happy little fish, a happy little separate the water from the sky. <laughs> God created and framed the worlds by his words, by his words. Words are important. Words are so important. Psalm 33 says that the Lord merely spoke. He what? Spoke. He just spoke. He used his words and the heavens were created. It says he breathed the word and all the stars were born. Woo! Verse nine says, for when he spoke, when he what? When he spoke, when he spoke, the world began. In fact, it says it appeared at his command. It appeared at his command. God spoke and things began to come into existence. Out of nothing became something. Out of darkness became light. Why? Why? Because God said so. Because God said so. Because God spoke. So, so good. God speaks things into existence and he created the natural realm with his words. See, natural things respond to our words in the spirit. Did you know that? Natural things obey our words. Luke chapter 17, verse six says, uh, so the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it will obey you. Come on, that's a natural thing responding to the spirit realm, the words that you're speaking out. The natural realm has to obey our words. All throughout Jesus' ministry, we see him doing this. He speaks to the natural realm and it obeys. He speaks and gets results. Come on, you can speak in the natural realm and get results. The natural realm has to obey you. Why? Because it obeyed Jesus and we were created in his image. Come on, church. So good. So good. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he had you in mind. And when it came your turn, whoo, they're all three. Jesus, God, and the Holy Ghost sitting around. And God said, you know what? Let's make them in our image. Whew. Let's make them in our image. I want them to look and act just like we do. You have the authority today to use your words in the natural realm, and it has to obey has to obey. We were created in their image. That means we look and act just like God does in the earth. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? Look what God, look what else God did. Romans chapter four, verse 17. God who gives life to the dead. <laughs> we can do that. That's good. God who gives life to the dead also calls those things to exist even though they do not exist yet. Right? He calls those things to exist even though they don't yet exist. Come on, this is calling forth. We call forth what God already called into existence. How powerful, 
How powerful. We're calling forth what God already called into existence. Call it in with your words. Call it in. Come on, this is so good. Call forth. You think that whenever God was creating the world that he just sat back and, and, said, and said, light, if, if, if you would, if you please, Lord, light, just, just come on in, light, come on. If, if it's not too much to ask. No, he said, light be, light be. Come on, light be, because he knew that his words had the ability to create. Your words had the ability to create, the authority, the power to create. So good. God calls those things that do not exist as though they already do. Therefore, we can call those things that do not exist as though they already do. Heaven is waiting right now on the words that are coming out of our mouth. The Bible says that we have the authority to commission angels, right? They're waiting on assignment. They're waiting on words that are coming out of our mouth. The spirit realm takes our words very seriously. In fact, will you say that? Just take a quick second and remind yourself and remind the devil. Say the spirit realm takes my words very seriously. Yes, yes, it does. You know, sometimes it sounds silly and you may think, well, Casey, I don't know why you keep making me repeat after you. I don't want, it's good to say it with your own mouth. Don't just hear me say it. Say it with your mouth. It's reminding you and it's reminding the enemy that you know where you stand. Whoo, so good. The spirit realm takes my words seriously. The spirit realm takes your words seriously. It takes your words so seriously that Hebrews chapter four and verse 14 says, Jesus is the high priest of our confession. Whose confession? Yours. Jesus is the high priest of your confession. Jesus is saying whatever you say. What? He's the high priest of our confession, our confession. He's waiting uh, on us to speak so that he can come in and, and perform. He's waiting on us to speak so that he can come in and move. This is so beautiful. He can only do what we're saying when it lines up with the word of God. Come on, we gotta speak the word of God. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 23 says, those who guard their mouth and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. Speaking the word of God, speaking the positive and the good things, not the negative, this is a benefit for your life, right? This benefits us. It says it keeps us from calamity. I'm gonna give you the definition of calamity and you're gonna to wanna to be kept from it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it says an event that causes great and often sudden damage, death or distress or disaster. That's a lot of stuff. An event causing great and often sudden death, damage, distress or disaster. You know as well as I do, it's easy to slip up with your words. It's easy. It's so easy to slip up with your words. You got a sore back or, or your body's aching or you have symptoms of the flu, right? And, and, and you say things like, oh, oh, this flu's killing me. I know you've said it. Or, oh, my back is killing me. Is it? Is it killing you? Come on, that sounds like calamity to me. That sounds like sudden death, destruction, disaster. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Oh, it's killing me. It's killing me. Instead of saying that, you may think it, but instead of saying it, why don't you say, my body's healed and whole in Jesus' name. Come on. He, God's not asking you to say, I feel great. God's not, God's not telling you to say, my body doesn't hurt, my back doesn't hurt. No, because then you become a liar trying to be holy. <laughs> <laughs> in the midst of, in the situation where you're trying to be holy and godly, you end up being a sinner. 
You lie. God's not asking us to lie. God's not asking us to lie. God's asking us to speak the truth. And the truth is you're healed and whole because that's what the word says. Is that good? So good. You're healed and you're whole. You speak the truth. By his stripes, I am healed in Jesus' name. Come on. Remember, we started with uh, the verse, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Say power. Power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know, the word power here has a strange definition in the Hebrew text. In the original text, the word power is the Hebrew word yod, yod. Death and life are in the yod of the tongue. And when you look and and search this out, the, the Hebrew word yod means, are you ready for this? It means hand, hand. Death and life are in the hand of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the hand of the tongue. Well, I guess so. I guess you're going to eat it. That's what brings your food to your mouth, right? That's what brings things into your life. When you have a need in the natural and you look around and you say, how am I going to get that to me? I know. Catch that? I know I'm thirsty. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my hand to reach out and grab what I need. That's the same thing we do in the spirit realm. But God's saying, you don't have to use your natural hand. Just use the hand of your tongue. Use the yod, the power, which is the hand that's gonna get it to you. This is so good. Whatever you start talking about in life, you might as well see yourself grabbing a hold of that and carrying it with you. You start talking about, man, my bills are too expensive. I can't pay them. You just grabbed a hold of that and you grabbed it and pulled it toward yourself. That's what happens. Oh, my back is killing me. Guess what? what you just grabbed a hold of with the power, with the hand of your tongue and brought it in. This is good. Come on. We have to change our verbiage. We have to change our words and say, you know what? Life belongs to me. I'm choosing life today. My body is healed and whole in Jesus' name. My wealth and riches don't, are not based on what I can afford. They're based on heaven's budget today. This is powerful. This is so powerful, right? My children aren't running crazy. My children have peace because they've been taught the word of God. This is so good. Use the hand, use the hand that God has given you in your words to be the power that brings that in. Can I give you one last tip? One last tip. Our words are always creating something, so it might as well be good, right? Use this last tip. Stop using these words and phrases. Stop saying I can't. Just take the word if out of your vocabulary, in fact, right? Don't say I can't. Don't say if. Don't say the word doubt, right? Don't, Don't give that any authority in your life. Don't say I don't think, right? Say don't don't even say maybe. Try to keep yourself from saying maybe. Right? Can you do this? Right? Don't don't use the words I'm afraid of. Don't say I don't believe. Don't say it's impossible. Right? Flip those around. Make these words part of your vocabulary. Just say I can. Just say I can. Say I will. Say I expect the best. Come on, say I will make the time to do this. Say uh, I am confident. I do believe, right? Come on, God's able. He's able, but he has to have a willing vessel right? He can't move until we move, right? And you say, well, God can do anything. We limit him by our words. We do limit him by our words. He, well, he's the high priest of our confession. What are we saying? If, he, if we start talking negatively, he can't be the high priest of that. He can't be the high priest of a negative confession. That's not who he is. 
He's the high priest of our confession. Make it good, right? Our words are directing our destiny. Our words are directing our destiny. Has this helped you today? I hope so, because it helped me. This is so good. Apply it to your life and then take a quick second and let me know what words you're getting rid of, right? Put in the comment section some words that you're gonna stop using. Put in the comment section some words you're gonna start using. Come on, help me out here. I wanna see what, what, how this is helping you today. Um, and I'm praying for you this week. I'm gonna continue praying for you and just declare that boldness is coming up and that your, your words are shifting into a positive uh, attitude, right? No negativity. Let's, let's challenge ourselves to take away the negative words, to take away the discouraging comments, Right, the discouraging phrases, and just use your words as power to move forward in Jesus' name. I love you so much. In case no one's told you this lately, you're so amazing. You are amazing, and I love you. Yes, you, I promise I do, and I can't wait to see you next week. God bless you. <laughs>